This is Courage Cast. Faith, inspiration, and motivation for today. Well, hey, everyone. This is Eric Nordoff, your friendly neighborhood podcast host. Welcome to the Courage Cast. It is good to be with you guys again, as usual. Every week, we have a new interview. And this week, we have a, a conversation with Megan Mitchell with I Was Created to Be.co. You're going to love it. I hope you enjoyed last week's guest, TC Cannon, talking about purpose and calling and what the difference is between the two and how to finally relax and rest and get the pressure of having to figure out your calling off of you. Listen to that. Listen to last week's episode if you missed that. It's really, really good. Well, listen, before we get to today's guest, Megan Mitchell, I want to remind you of a few things in the Courageous community. First of all, five steps to get your confidence back. Go to CourageousCommunity.com and sign up for that free video and PDF download. We all lose our confidence sometimes, and I think it's so important that we realize how we lost it, but also how we can get it back and how we can walk with confidence on a day-to-day basis. Some simple exercises that I use to help me in that process. Confidence, big, big deal. CourageousCommunity.com. Also, you can now become a patron of the Courage Cast and the Courageous Community, and that's very simply by going to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash CourageCast. It's a way to support what we do. We spend hundreds of dollars every single week putting this podcast together, and I sure would appreciate your support so that we can keep this up and keep this going, and it's a way for you to get involved. There's a lot of benefits at the $5 level and the $10 a month level and the $50 a month level. We're really trying to introduce that and give you a lot of benefits back. So when you get a chance, go visit patreon.com slash CourageCast and see what that's all about. All right, this week on CourageCast, I sit down with life coach and mentor Megan Mitchell. During the 11 years she served as a youth pastor, Megan discovered the value of guiding young people to a purpose-driven life. She didn't know it at the time, but that passion to help others find purpose would soon become her personal life calling. Interesting that we're talking about purpose and calling after last week's episode with TC. So this led Megan to her current business and coaching venture, which is called Created. Megan now helps 16 to 29-year-olds discover God's calling on her life in a very unique and personalized setting. Hearing her story and excitement for this next season of life was truly amazing. For any parent out there seeking direction on how to encourage your child in their calling, this episode is for you. I'm so excited to introduce you to my friend, Megan Mitchell. Well, hi, Megan. Hi. <laughs> Welcome to the Courageous Community and the Courage Cast Studios. I'm so excited to be here. Look, it's looking great. 
Thanks. You are my second interview here in this space. We still need lighting and we still need a lot of things, but thank you for coming. Thank you for having me. Yeah. I'm excited. So Megan, um, I met you about two years ago, maybe Mm a year and a half ago when you moved to Nashville. Yes. And you were working for uh, Michael Farron at the time, Mm -hmm. came into town and you were doing some things with All About Worship and some amazing stuff, actually. Yeah, absolutely exciting stuff. Uh, A job that I never knew I would find myself in. Mm -hmm. So it was really great. Uh, but you also, people should know that you designed the CourageousCommunity.com website. I did. I you did. did. <laughs> you got a little Southern accent in you there. I do. It like pops up here and there. Yeah, I so, did. And then it goes away. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, and another little fun fact, you are the roommate of another Megan who works for us. Yes. Megan Newell works, mm-hmm. works for us and you are the roommate. But But that's just how we're connected. Yeah. What I I asked you to come on because I thought you had a really you were he, you're heading you're about to head and you are heading in a, a direction in your career that I believe is reflective of what I what I'd I'd like to think that the courageous community members are all doing that yeah. you're mm-hmm. you're you're heading on an adventure mm-hmm. into something scary. Yes, Some, definitely. But it's a passion mm-hmm. that's deep inside of you. Yeah. And, and I always want to encourage that. And I always want to hear, it's, it's especially fun hearing it when it's fresh mm-hmm. and new yeah. and you're just heading into the venture. And maybe we can check in in a couple of years yeah, I'd and love see that. how it's going. So tell me whatever you want to tell me about the origins of what you're doing now and wh- why you're so passionate about it. So I found myself kind of in this place in the past year of just really going, God, what is my legacy thing? What is it that I'm going to do for the rest of my life, whether it's work or it's ministry? What is the message that Megan Mitchell is going to leave behind that she's going to impart into the generations that she's going to impart into her friendship circle, into family? What is that thing? Because I found myself going, I can do a lot of things and I've been raised to be able to do a lot of things. But at the same time, what am I like? What's my thing? Mm -hmm. What is it? And so uh, within just kind of exploring that, it was that moment of who am I? What Mm -hmm. have I always said? What has been a part of uh, my life? And one of the things is I've always loved to sit down and talk with someone and talk to them about who God created them to be. Mm. So it was this moment of me deciding, okay, I'm going to step out. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to coach, but who's going to really pay me to coach? (laughs) And then I'm also that that part that's, I don't want to coach those that I have to convince Mm -hmm. that something needs to change because that's not my passion. It's not my lane. There are coaches that that's what they do. And I need one of those coaches in my life. Mm -hmm. But I found myself wanting to be a coach that stirred and inspired people. Mm -hmm. And so it was that moment of, okay, you know what? I I do need an income. I do need to earn money. But at the same time, I'm just going to put that to the side and know that the Lord's going to take care of me. So I'll continue to do what I know how to do. Graphic design, website design, all those pieces that'll pay so that I can step out into what this is um, created. Mm -hmm. And it was that moment of before uh, the company being called the Urban Pearl. And I'm like, Lord, 
who wants to be a part of a community called the Urban Pearl? Like it just <laughs> it doesn't sound like community. It sounds like my personal brand because Megan means pearl, so that's oh. even how I came up with it. And urban? And urban is just because I'm more of an urban girl. Are you? You're yeah. city city chick. I am. Mm-hmm. I love country, but I'm definitely more of a city chick. Uh-huh. And so it was that whole sense of honestly laying in bed one night going, God, like, what is it? What is this community? What is it that you would have for me to step into? And immediately he said the word created. Mm. And it so resonated with me because it's what I've loved to say. It's the word that I use so often. What has God created you to do? You've been created for greatness. And so all of it just unfolding in that moment was, I I called my mom that night because I wanted her to remind me when it got hard, how Mm. excited I was in the moment. But I called her and I said, I think I finally nailed it at 34 years old in life. Like, this is great. I know what I'm going to do. And so that's kind of the start of of what it is. And it's uh, developing 16 to 29 year olds to uh, identify what they were created for and to do it. Wow. Yeah. 16. Did you even know the demographics? Yeah. Yeah, So if me as an old man comes to you Mm -hmm. in his 40s, you're going to say, sorry, I can't work with you. (laughs) I'm going to say, you're not exactly the age group, but we can have coffee and see if there's something I can do to help out. And that's even kind of what it is, is that that 16 to 29 year old still has uh, their life before them. Yeah. And they still have that piece of them that is a dreamer. Yeah. That they haven't been adult long enough Uh to uh, have reality set in that kind of challenge them and make them think, I don't know if I can do this. I can't afford that. I got to do this. I got to do that. And so that age group allows them to really have those dream and inspiring moments as well as the moment that says, I don't have to get it all figured out Mm -hmm. right now. Mm -hmm. I can try things and I can see what... Uh, what it does for me and how I feel about it so that it's not something like I have to choose at 18 years old what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. They get the these years to be able to dive in. Mm-hmm. And it was 26, but I moved it to 29 because within the millennial generation, it's that sense of some are 27, 28, and they have the world before them. They have their life before them, but they, they just needed a little bit more time to figure out what it is they want to do. Sure. Right. Yeah. yeah. And you can relate to that because it mm-hmm. took you to kind of 33, 34 to be like, okay, yeah. I think I'm, I, I know what I was created to be. Yeah. And it's fun because I look back at everything I've done up to 34 and seen how it has played such an instrumental part into what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. I was a youth pastor for 11 years. And so all that time spending with young people, that is my heart. So that's even why I kind of picked the age group, <laughs> 16 <laughs> to 29, because it's that high school, young adult uh, age range that it just that that's who I love to be around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you love to be around them. Mm-hmm. You you know how to speak their language. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you find are the and, and that's the is that the millennial age group? 16 to 20? Or what is the millennial? What is millennials nowadays? Well, see, I feel like everyone will tell you a different age. Yeah. Because I didn't think I was a millennial, but then I heard that I was from one person. I wasn't from another. Yeah. So it is kind of that. Um, it's like 2017. It would be, I, I'm, is it like age 20 to like current? Yeah. Age 18, 20 to 34 to 38. Yeah. 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 36 it, maybe. I don't know. It just depends who mm-hmm. you talk to. <laughs> mm-hmm. 36 is definitely yeah. probably the highest. Yeah. Right yeah. Now, oh yeah. Say. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, so you're speaking to some of that audience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But have you been on uh, Craig Goldman's The Becoming podcast? I have listened to it okay. a few times. So I've got you on mm-hmm. as the, I'm like the cool guy. Yeah. Right. You're because the first one. I'm to the have first. Me on I, beat, podcast. I beat Craig. <laughs> 
to the punch and I got you on. Yeah. Because I think you should be on his podcast. Mm-hmm. Craig is our youth leader at, yeah. um, at our church that we mm-hmm. go to. And uh, so that's that's cool. I'm cool that I'm on the cusp because I sometimes feel like I'm Head not. Head of the game. Come on, yeah, Craig. Get yeah, with it. Yeah. Come on, Craig. You missed it, man. You missed it. But um, okay. So what kind of things do 16 to 29 year olds, what, what are you most passionate? Like, tell me through, walk me through like your process that you're going to be and you have been going through. Yeah. I think where it starts for me is obviously through relationship. Mm -hmm. And if it's not relationship with the person, it may be with their parent. I've gotten some calls from parents asking me to uh, coach their kids. Mm -hmm. So it's going to start with relationship. And if it's somebody that I haven't met, then it's going to be not as official until there is relationship. Mm -hmm. Because with my heart and my focus is I can only sit down and dream with someone and inspire them when I know them. Mm -hmm. Because otherwise, I'm just kind of like taking little things they say and like, oh, you could do this and you can do that. And I'm just planning their life out for them versus really uh, talking them through what it is that they're passionate about. So it's going to start with relationship. Mm -hmm. And then it's going to look like going to coffee and Mm -hmm. talking about, uh, do you know what you want to do? Are you graduating high school and you need to decide, are you going to school? Because Mm -hmm. this is where as a youth pastor and even in what created is going to do is I don't feel that every single person is supposed to do the four-year college Mm -hmm. track. Mm -hmm. But I do think that what you are called to, you need to educate yourself. And Mm -hmm. so what does it look like? Is it a specialty school? Is it a four-year track? Or are you going to be a doctor and you're going to spend 30 years in school? Right. (laughs) Whatever it is. Uh Um, So it's going to be that that time with coffee and just really talking about with what are you passionate about? Mm -hmm. What is it that that excites you? One of the coffee appointments that I had recently – we kind of went into it and it was, I want you to write down your passions. Mm-hmm. What are you excited about? What are you passionate about? What do you want to accomplish in this next uh, couple months, this next year? And it was fun because I feel like in the beginning of that conversation, they had decided this is what they wanted to do. But then by the time they sent their passion list and we talked through it and we connected again a week later, they almost flipped priority. Mm. And so it was those things that as they began to pursue and work on, when they went home with their homework, it was one of those moments where like, what are you most excited about? Do that first. Mm -hmm. And so it's amazing how uh, when someone's given the opportunity to really make a decision and to work on something based off of what they're passionate about, not what they're told to do, Mm -hmm. uh, how it can unlock something inside. Now we all have stuff we have to do. Right. But being able to focus and uh, get direction and vision for what you're passionate about. Well, it's like you're balancing reality versus your dreams. Yeah. Yeah. With people. Mm -hmm. Um, Gosh, how much would I have loved to have had somebody to talk to like Mm -hmm. you? Maybe a, a guy for me, maybe, since you're saying females, right? You largely are going to be talking to females? Um, it's, it's a mix. It's, it's, it's a mix. Yeah, it's not, yeah, it's not just females. It, within the structure of what created is uh, going to be, it could be male or female. I don't want to be the person doing this all the time. Mm-hmm. I plan to build a team immediately. Oh. In fact, I already have someone that's going to be working with me. And it's she's moving here. And it's that moment of... Uh, I want everyone on my team to be coaching as well. Mm -hmm. This is what we do because it's about community and coaching and inspiring. So it'll be male and female. So you need systems though. Yes. Mm -hmm. In order to duplicate yourself. Yes, that is what I'm working on right now. You're working on systems right now. (laughs) Yeah. And you're figuring that out Mm -hmm. as you're teaching yourself. Mm -hmm. So 
but what I love is that you're you're dealing with reality, mm-hmm. but you're also dealing with dreams. Yeah. And I know that me as a 16, 17, 18 year old, my if I were to look back, like I, you find that when you get older, you realize the dreams that you had before mm-hmm. that you you didn't actually believe you could achieve them. Yeah. Later, mm-hmm. and that's the sad part is yeah. you 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 weren't aware enough, self-aware enough, you know, you didn't have an accountability person. You didn't have mm-hmm. a coach mm-hmm. to kind of ask the questions that yeah. stir the heart mm-hmm. and stir the soul and stir you as a as a full more full being yeah. to pursue and and I think a coach, a good coach helps you to develop confidence. Yeah, absolutely. To pursue mm-hmm. the thing that you were created to do cuz I would have talked myself and I did. I talked myself out of it. I wanted to be, um, I wanted to be who, you know, who David Muir is. He's on the news now. He's the world news tonight anchor Mm -hmm. on, um, and, and yeah, when I was a kid, it was Peter Jennings and Mm -hmm. Tom Brokaw and Dan Rather. I do remember those names. (laughs) Yes. So, cause that people actually watched regular TV back Mm -hmm. then, but now it's David Muir. Mm -hmm. The funny thing is, David Muir and I went to school together. Oh, really? We shared many hours in an editing suite together. He was two years younger than me mm-hmm. at uh, Ithaca College. Mm-hmm. And um, he was passionate. He knew what he wanted to do. Yeah. I was partying the first mm-hmm. two years because I didn't know what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. I was flipping between music and broadcast journalism. But if I had had somebody speak into me boldness, yeah, absolutely, I may have become that Mm -hmm. i may have i may have pursued a different path than i did yeah uh and so whenever i see david mira it always reminds me that was the path i was on but i didn't believe in myself enough Mm. to pursue it yeah no holds barred Mm -hmm. nothing keeping me from i didn't have the courage to fully buy into that decision yeah what do you think about that it is such a key part Mm -hmm. it's having that person that is going to continue to highlight your strengths and why you are the person for that job mm-hmm. to continue to encourage and pull out those things that are already there. Um, there are things we're going to learn. There's going to be things that we're going to grow in. Absolutely. We all need to continue to grow, but I'm a really strong believer in functioning in your strengths that if we spend too much time on our weaknesses, then we myself, I tend to feel like I'm not capable. Mm. I can't really do this. And so one thing that Created will be doing is that Strength Finders course, Mm. because that is something that I feel is so important to have that that motive and that confidence. Because yeah, when you have someone that's pouring into you and is reminding you of what's already there, mm-hmm. not reminding you often of what, where you have to be, mm-hmm. then it does give you that confidence and you want to pursue it because you feel like you were made for it. Yeah, you d- It's not that question of, okay, well, I know I can work hard for it and I'll make it what I know that I should be made for. Mm-hmm. But it's calling out Mm-hmm. That that value and that confidence and that strength within somebody, so that they automatically no, that's actually who I was made to be. Yeah, it's it's what I was made for. So mm-hmm. to think I can't do it is just doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. So to have that, I think, is so important, especially for uh, millennials, because as a culture and even myself at times, we tend to be so quick to uh, remind them of who they aren't. Mm-hmm. And so to have this opportunity to speak life into this generation and to speak life into uh, 
their community mm. that no, you were created for this moment and for mm-hmm. this time mm-hmm. and it is in you. Yeah. And it's unique to you. Oh yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, so much of us feel this peer pressure to mm-hmm. fit in and yeah. we make decisions based on peers mm-hmm. and what other people think of us. Yeah. So what you're doing, I guess, I'm guessing is to, uh, to dig or dig deep, mm-hmm. allow, uh, allow you and that person to just dig deeper into the, who they are Yeah. Uh, by taking, okay, I like this. So you've got a strengths finder mm-hmm. 2.0, mm-hmm. you use that, use that book and that yep. quiz. That's like mm-hmm. a 200 question yep. quiz and, but it's you, worth it. <laughs> you come up with like, I think six of you your end top, up with your top five, top five, mm-hmm, your core. Yeah. Um, and then you can kind of go from there. Mm-hmm. You go from there. Yeah. And one of the things that created will be doing is it could be the one time coffee. Mm-hmm. It could be the conversation. Uh, the website will build a community of resources that it is everything from videos on leadership to, uh, just how to, how to go about life, how to, uh, start a business, how to, uh, make a resume, like those kind of resources will be there eventually. Mm -hmm. But the biggest core that I really want to dive into in this first season is it's going to be a coaching, uh, it's not an internship, but it's a coaching commitment where you, uh, sign up to be a part of something. Mm -hmm. And so there is the, the assignments, there is the things that you dive into, but then the really fun thing about it is I don't have to be an expert Mm -hmm. in what they want to do and be right. I'm going to connect them with those that are right. And so that's what I, the resources, the coffee conversations, those are going to be great. And it's going to be exciting because it's what I love to do. Mm-hmm. But my goal is to this to have this coaching program that is closer to a nine-month program. And again, figuring out the dates and, and what it will look like. But this program will be something that when they complete it, they feel like they can uh, not launch because they've already launched, but mm-hmm. they can continue to walk out what it is they want to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's a lot of fun little details to that that even uh, I want to invest into their company financially, mm-hmm. personally, mm-hmm. because it's something as they put in their time and resources. Uh, but Ooh, it, I'd never thought about yeah, that. Yeah, it's, it's just, I don't. I don't know that I should have it on record yet because mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm going to surprise them at the end, mm-hmm. but there's this really cool um, piece of the coaching program that I want to do that basically says to them, not only have I cheered you on and been excited for you, but I believe in you so much that I'm putting my money into what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's, it's Does taken- that look like a, like a percentage of what they've paid you? You know, it may. Know. Uh-huh. It may, but it may be uh, maybe a very large percentage of what they've paid me. Really? So in the end, um, I'm not making money. That's interesting. Um, it's really about... You mean like 100%? I, I don't want to go on record for that, but uh, let's wow. just say that that has come to mind. Wow, and that's so, pretty bold of you Yeah, to say. so it's that moment of, I just, I want to see people doing what they were created to do. Yeah. And I know that I know that I know that the Lord is going to take care of me. Yeah. And so... Okay. Well, then I'm going to ask the courageous mm-hmm. question. Then yep. how would you how would you feel provided for? How, how would you get provision? Yeah, yeah. Financial provision. So what it is is that I have um, a, the structure that I'm starting to build. Yeah. <laughs> is that you do pay for coaching, whether it's a one time. The first time is no pr- 
right. no charge. Right. I, I want to have coffee. Get to know you. Yeah, but I have decided that they have to buy me coffee. <laughs> Just oh, because, of course. Yes. Right. Because Maybe lunch. They, lunch is even great too. <laughs> but it's that moment again where I remember times as a young person where I put my money into buying yeah. someone coffee and meeting with them because what it said was, no, I believe in this for myself. I'm going to pay for it. Right. So even 16 year olds, I'm yeah. be like, do some chores, get some money because you're buying me coffee. They can pay $5 yeah, for right? coffee, right? <laughs> yeah, and I don't get the venti frappuccinos. So oh, okay. my drink is like two fifty. So yeah. we're good. Oh, nice. Um, But it's that moment of there will be the coaching that there will be per hour coaching. Mm-hmm. Um, I've done coaching plans for some that include a little bit of me doing some work for them and work with them. Mm-hmm. So there's that financial provision there. Um, and then within the coaching program, mm-hmm. if I do give away mm-hmm. that full amount, um, it's to the ones that completed the program mm-hmm. and there's certain ways they have to spend the money. Right. So I'm going to... Well, you're investing in them. Yeah. So you're expecting yeah. a return back, Yeah, because right? what it is is that essentially... See, I'm so excited about it, so I have to tell you. But um, it's that it's that piece where they walk away with a business bank account, yeah, that they've already learned how to manage, mm-hmm. and then they use that money for their business. So, so it's they not don't necessarily for everybody that you'll do this. With. No, no, if no. You feel they're no, ready. No, if they finish the program, mm-hmm. then it is something that I do want to do. That it's that you've invested the time and to get into the program. It is the. Um, yeah. application process. Yeah. So it's all that. But it is that moment where I know I'm going to have investors that'll pour into those things as well. Yeah. Because they're going to see the the opportunity and the experts that I bring in mm-hmm. to work with them. I know that they're going to buy into the heart of what this is, that it's not uh, not going just to fund me. Right. It's actually pouring back into them. Yeah. Um, And then different resources on websites and stuff like that. So. Uh-huh. But yeah, a very interesting model. <laughs> it very is. interesting. I it like is. it. I like it. Um, I, I will have to dive into it a little bit further at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, not not on. Yeah, I still got to figure it out. <laughs> not on record. But I like the heart of it. And mm-hmm. I like the um, intention of it. Mm-hmm. I think it um, it's a way to sow seeds into them not just for your personal gain yeah. initially it's mm-hmm. it's for their gain when they sow into themselves and you and you deem them uh, uh worth not worthy but you you deem kind of that hey you know what i think this person has what it takes yeah. and i'm willing to put my money into them yeah and there'll be a a percent of equity that i'll retain in the company sure and that'll be very upfront with them but it's those things where when you've given yourself, I thought, well, maybe the coaching program will be like three months, Mm -hmm. six months. And I just decided it's that nine month program because in nine months you have made habits. Yeah. You have made foundational changes. And so it is that where- It's enough time to make mistakes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And learn from them and and go on. It may not be even a monthly thing. It may just be like, here are all the steps. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we're going to move you down through the steps. Mm -hmm. And if it takes you, you know- uh, a year and a half yeah, to do great. it, 18 months, idea. then great. But yeah. as, as when we feel like we've moved mm-hmm. forward yeah. in, the, in the process, then we're, uh, then we're good. I think we're, I'm going to write that little note down mm-hmm. in the air. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so man, this is exciting. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Um, 
created to be is -hmm. the website, right? Created to be. I was created to be. I was created to be dot com. Or sorry, dot co. See, it's so new. I'm even just which dot co was a whole other thing too that I wanted created dot co and it's on auction. It's not up till September, so Ah. I'm going to be bidding again. Mm -hmm. But um, I was created to be dot co. What was so exciting was I, when I was awake that night and the Lord had just downloaded the whole thing to me, was .co was created for communities. Oh. And so it is .communities, mm-hmm. but it's shortened for .co. Can you check and see that? if courage.co is taken? I will definitely take that. <laughs> sure will. Because actually I got a coupon today for GoDaddy Ooh. for .co's. Oh, good. Um, but it was that sense of even in that .co was like, no, this is the heart. It is a community. Yeah. And so I was created to be .co. I like it. I mm-hmm. was created to be in community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the community aspect of it is a whole nother thing. So these are like people that are in the program. These are people that are out of the program. Mm-hmm. These yeah. are gra- alumni mm-hmm. uh, kind of thing. Uh, would they be, is that a free thing that they're a part of? Or is it something that they pay to be in as well? Or is that just part of the whole coaching right now? You know, I don't know. I don't know, know yet. <laughs> I, I'm a... I'm somebody that if I'm going to ask money for something, I want it to be well worth the value to them. So as of right now, uh, my goal is by September 1st, we've got the full first launch of the website going Mm -hmm. with at least information, how to be a part and what the coaching program looks like. There won't be anything that someone will pay to be a part of the community as we begin to, yeah, for now, as we do resources there, it's going to stay available to everybody, but then there will be a point in which it's that login area uh, that makes it valuable to the person. But as of right now, yeah. It'll be some time. (laughs) Yeah. I love talking about it. Part of the Courage Cast uh, is just, I love talking about business ideas. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm I'm passionate about. I I love the fact that you're combining dreams with um, businesses. Mm -hmm. Uh, Are they all going to be businesses or are, are some of them, I mean... I would imagine some of the people you're working with, it's a little bit harder to like, they're not all going to create their own businesses, yeah. are they? Or No. And that's even part of it. Um, and I believe I heard it on a podcast recently that that other podcast did becoming oh, um, <laughs> the guy that hasn't the, had you on yeah. yet. <laughs> um, but the thing is, is that not everyone's meant to run a business. Yeah. And so that's even the fun part is figuring out with them, like, what do you want to do? And then does it look like you are a contracted person? Does it look like you just go find a job for a company that's already established? Mm-hmm. It really is that, or it's just something you really like to do and you pursue you're created it. To be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you just, you want to do in your spare time, you mm-hmm. want to do to have fun. But one of the cool things that, I feel like is that some of these things that we we've been created for what we think the job that matches it may not be it. Yeah. And so somebody that works at a coffee shop, to be honest, I kind of wish that was my job right now <laughs> because I love talking to people. Yeah. And so someone that works at a coffee shop can have a dream and a passion for something other than actually making the coffee. Yeah. But the coffee shop is the perfect location for them to work mm-hmm. because it is them living it out whether it's talking to people. Living out or, their gift. Yeah, living out their gift and their mm-hmm. calling. So that it's whether it's talking to people or they have the freedom to do outside of work. And so it's that moment of 
helping them find is it a business? Is it not? But that's one of the cool things for me was I started my design business at 16 years old. Yeah. And so it's even in that that I can be like, no, really, you can start a business at 16. It doesn't pay really well right away. Mm -hmm. But it is something you can do and you can build. And now at 34, I'm able to sustain my bills based off of the design business I started at 16. It helps people. You know what? I think um, you might just have a client in me as a parent. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to see if my sons mm-hmm. would want to meet with you. Yeah. Because my, my one son's 15, mm-hmm. my other son's 17, and we're making college decisions mm-hmm. right now. We're making yeah. a lot of decisions. Um, and I don't know if I've fully prepared them. And I don't think they are really fully prepared or understand what they are getting into, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So I love this. This is yeah. perfect for parents uh, who are trying to help their kids decide what they want to do. Mm-hmm. And it's something too that for the parents that'll hear this is I, I just, I have being a youth pastor. I'm very pro parent. Yeah. And I will always work with the parent. Um, but it doesn't mean that we won't have challenging conversations mm-hmm. um, as far as like, maybe do we kind of sort of shift some things? Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm so pro parent that any meeting that I would have with a student is not me telling them to go the opposite direction of what mom and dad say. Right. And so it is that moment, I think, from youth pastoring, why I'm so excited about this 16, 17, 18 year old range that I get to walk this out with child and parent. Well, so. you get to walk out uh, the, um, you get to kind of share it with the parent as mm-hmm. well. Hey, listen, here's their strengths finder yeah. results. Mm-hmm. Here's what I've learned about them in yeah. the last three months. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of the direction I think yeah. we're heading in. Mm-hmm. What do you think about this? Yeah. This is different than what you want your for your daughter or son yeah. to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's, it, it's opening parents' eyes to mm-hmm. maybe what they're naturally gifted at. So I want to ask you one last kind of question about this. TC Cannon came on here. TC is an author. She has a book called Lord, where is my calling? Okay. And it's all about this, this dilemma that she had Mm -hmm. for years, decades where she kept asking God, what is my calling? What are you calling me to do? Kind Mm -hmm. of what you wrestled with probably, Mm -hmm. you know, what are you calling me to do? What's my purpose? What was I created to be? Mm Mm-hmm. She kind of came to a place of resting in that my my purpose is to be a God glorifier. Mm-hmm. It's not any more complicated than that. Yeah. In seasons, I will be, uh, you know, I, I know my core giftings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know my core strengths that God has made me mm-hmm. into, but I, I don't need to freak out and panic yeah. that... You know, maybe I'm, you know, as long as long as long as I'm a, a, a God glorifier in what I'm mm-hmm. doing, then I'm doing my job. Yeah. You know, I'm doing what I was created to be. So th- that's a little bit of a rest of kind of mm-hmm. kind of settling that in your yeah. spirit. And from there, you can look at your gifts mm-hmm. and your talents. Yeah. How does God want you to glorify him through yeah. your For me, it was that sense that it's like resting in the fact of I was created and my calling is to love, love people. And so when I could settle in that, then it was that pressure. But yet, because, and I think it might be more for kids that grew up in church versus not in church, Mm. is you, when you grow up in the church, you continue to hear about, you know, you're you're called to do this and you're going to do that. And so when you're in your late 20s or 30s and you're like, I'm not doing that anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did it for a time. Um, but not feeling like you had the thing. Yeah. 
Uh, I think it's something you'll always wrestle with. You'll always wonder because you want to glorify God to the fullest of what he created you for. Yeah. So there, I think there's always going to be that challenge and that question inside as far as f- for me until I was able to identify it. Now that I could identify what it was, then there is that resting that like, okay, I've got it. But I don't know what it looks like. Right. I don't know all the different shapes and forms that it's going to take. And so I think for me, I lean towards the fact of number one, it is glorifying God and it's loving people. But I do think that it's maybe dismissing the idea that it's a profession title. Yeah. And finding what is it that I, what fuels me mm-hmm. and then rest. In, okay people being who God created them to be. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. that looks so different in so many different ways. Mm-hmm. But for me, I, I kind of needed that to fully yeah. settle and rest in it. Yeah. But again, it wasn't a title. It wasn't a profession. The coaching is what it looks like. Right. But I... It'll take a number of different... Yeah. So I think for the church approaches. kid, at least, it was mm-hmm. that moment of, I needed a little something before I could really rest in it. Yeah. Um, just me personally. Yeah. This generation and this time of life, mm-hmm. people are so much more aware of the options that they yeah. have. They're mm-hmm. so much more aware of the possibilities that sometimes it's an overload of choices. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. There's so many choices mm-hmm. that, are, that we have now in this generation because... The opportunities are endless, really. Yeah, uh, and that's that's ang- anxious. That brings mm-hmm. anxiety. Oh yeah, absolutely. Which one's the right one? Yeah. Which one is the path that God said I was supposed to take? That's scary. That is so scary. And so even like that's something that I've faced, and I really have come to a place where God is so faithful to steer me if I'm going in the right, r- the wrong direction. Yeah. He's gonna correct it. Um, if I have a piece about it, I'm moving forward. Yeah. And so, yeah, when it's like, okay, huh, it, did God create me to be the doctor, the lawyer, or the government official? Like, which one is it? And if I right. pick the wrong one, I'm not really... And it's like, no. And what's my motivation for yeah. picking those things? Is yeah. it money? Yeah. Or is it is it something that's going to make me come alive mm-hmm. from the inside out? Or is yeah. it something that's going to make me die? Like, let's play the movie forward mm-hmm. 20 years mm-hmm. and see okay, this decision has potentially 20, 30 year impact. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's play it forward a little bit. Let's play a game. Yeah. That'd be kind of, kind am, of I, am I going to love it? Still? Yeah. Is yeah. it still like, am I going to have that passion? And so it is that moment where I think with young people that can be so risky to say, mm-hmm. but I love it is that I get to look at them and talk to them about what they're passionate about and tell them that they actually get to just choose mm-hmm. that the Lord will he'll correct us if he needs to mm-hmm. like he'll he'll okay maybe that wasn't the right job like he's gonna do that but if yeah. we walk out and feeling a piece about something like we get free will yeah. and it's not like this thing is held over our head you have a free will it's a sense of like take joy in the fact that he's given you an opportunity to choose and don't be afraid to make mistakes oh yeah failure is absolutely mm-hmm. the best thing that'll happen to you and yeah. we're so afraid Mm-hmm. These days, as Christians, we want perfection. We yeah. want all this stuff. It's just such all lies. Mm-hmm. So I love what yeah. you're doing, Megan. That's why Thanks. I wanted to have you on. I'm excited <laughs> for I was created to be.co. Yes. Going to be live 
fully? September 1st will September be the first 1st. phase. Okay. So right now you're doing coaching. Mm-hmm. How can people reach you? Because I'm going to probably have this come out in August. Okay. So how can people reach you? So I was created to be.co. There's a contact button there. Okay. But really connecting with us on social media. Mm-hmm. And the handle is I was created to be. Mm-hmm. And even in that, it's I could have done I was created. Mm-hmm. But it's that reminder of created to be, to right. do. With a purpose. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. I love it. Megan Mitchell. I was created to be.co. Uh, look for her on social media. Look for what you're doing. I love your graphic work. You Thank do you. fantastic work. If you want to hire her and support what she's doing on the side, theurbanpearl.com. Theurbanpearl.com. <laughs> I love it. Um, she created our Courageous Community Phase One website. Mm-hmm. Um, so proud of you. Thank so you. So happy. I love seeing people passionate about mm-hmm. their purpose. And uh, you're an inspiring person. Thank you. To the Courageous Community. So that's uh, Megan Mitchell. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. It was so fun. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you, Megan, for being on the Courage Cast. It was really fun. I loved it. So here are a few key takeaways from this episode. It's never too late to seek, discover, and act on your calling. Never too late. Not even if you're past the age of 29. Another key takeaway is that we were created for community. And we thrive in partnership. We were never meant for isolation. And the last takeaway for me was sometimes finding who you are means taking seemingly impossible risks, even when they don't make sense to others. It's a good message and a good word from Megan Mitchell. I hope you enjoyed having her on the podcast and listening to this episode as much as I did. Thank you, Megan, for being on the podcast. Well, you know what that music means. It's time to close the show. Next week, I'll be talking with Edie Sundby, the mission walker. And boy, are you going to want to listen to this episode. You talk about how she walked away her cancer. Powerful story. A couple of quick reminders for you. You can become a patron of the Courage Cast by visiting patreon.com slash couragecast. You can get your free confidence PDF and video by visiting CourageousCommunity.com and entering your name and email address, and I'll send that out to you as soon as you hit submit. If you enjoy this podcast, take 30 seconds and give this podcast a rating and review on iTunes. It's the number one way people find us. I want to thank Matt Price at MattPriceOnline.com for providing the great bumper music for the show. There's some great music there for you. I'm Eric Nordoff. I'll be back next week with Edie Sunby, the Mission Walker, for another great episode of the Courage Cast. Until then, keep choosing to be courageous. Courageous.